This is pop cultured swine. Hi. Hi. Oh, why did we say hi in the same? Say, I literally thought that my phone was echoing just then. <laughs> Ew. But. <laughs> hi, but... Megan. How are you? How are oh, you? I'm, good. I'm trying to sit down and I'm getting humped by Rocky. Rocky. You didn't even pick up on my what's what happened. How are How you? Are you? Hi, Teddy. Hi, How Teddy. Are you? Okay, Hi, How are you? Rocky How are you? Hi. Oh my God. Okay. Well, Rocky's guest starring today. Hi. Hi, Rocky. How are you? Oh, can you oh. can you hear him? Yeah. It's <laughs> creepy. Live from the streets of Brooklyn. Rocky on the streets. <laughs> Like, have you seen those TikToks where it's like, tell us how you feel about your vet visit today. And they put the microphone up to the dogs and it's just like, they're so cute. How, but Megan, how are you? That is a question you don't want to ask. But speaking of housewives, (laughs) I am drinking out of my um, Lisa Rinna. Oof, you're so angry. I don't know if I knew you had that. Oh, I think I told you it was a, was it a birthday gift? I think it was a birthday gift from Katie, who is all about those, like, you know, making DIY, like, cricket. Oh, with her cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm all set up with my Bravo wine glass. Denise. You're so angry. angry. (laughs) Oh, God. Lisa Rinna forever, let me tell you. I know, miss her. But how are how are you, Morgan? Do I even want to ask? Can we just skip the niceties this week? Dude, I'm in a fucking a fucking annoyed mood because I'm on my period and I have like fucking weird hormone issues. So like I don't have normal first of all, I never have normal emotions because I have mental illnesses. But then like I have fucked up hormones and so like when I do start my period, it's like I like yeah. I'm so angry at the world. I am Ooh, so angry. Lisa so angry. <laughs> to answer your question, Lisa, yes, I am angry. So I've just been like raging. Well, like you, so we're recording a day late. Not that anybody knows because I never upload this on a consistent day, but normally we record Wednesday nights. And I hate to admit that because usually I forget to re- upload until Friday. So I'm sure all of you guys are like, you record this on a Wednesday. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, but Megan canceled yesterday because she was in a bad mood. True. And, uh, <laughs> that's not even like me ragging on Megan. Like that's literally what happened. Yeah, I just I'm yeah, I have no excuse. I just texted Morgan and said, I'm a salty bitch today. Let's not. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder what's going on with Megan. Because like at the time, <laughs> I was like in a great mood. I was like, la da whatever. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's weird. Like, what are bad moods? <laughs> and then, like, a few hours later, I was like, I hate everything. I went, literally went to bed. Not like I didn't go to sleep. But I, like, put myself to bed at 7.30 last night and just <laughs> laid in my bed in the dark until I fell asleep at, like, 10.30 because I was just so irritated. Like, I didn't even, like, watch I was just like... <laughs> 
I was just like on my phone because I was just like so annoyed that I was like I can't even like stand to be in my living room like I just need to be like in the dark in bed because I'm just like mad at the world maybe it didn't didn't a retrograde start like this oh, week? it actually might have started yesterday I hope not but maybe that's why but yeah and I mean, I guess I'm in a better mood today. I know that you probably aren't, but because no. <laughs> you have your period to deal with. But still, I don't know. It's just one of those weeks. Like on Monday and Tuesday, or I guess just Monday, it was all like blizzardy here. And it was like kind of like pretty fun blizzard, stay inside, snow day. But now it's kind of like, a, it's like a post blizzard slump where like, mm-hmm my mood feels like how it looks outside which is just kind of like dirty gross cold wet like gray I don't know it's just like a weird week I've been really tired all week so I just wake up in a bad mood because I'm legitimately pissed that I have to wake up you know just shit like that so and I'm sure you're dealing with the same thing but if not worse but yeah that's just kind of where we're at dude I told Megan this earlier but like you know, when you were, like, a teenager and you would just get so mad for no reason and just, like, freak out on everyone? I've, like, not freaked out on anybody. I was, like, a little snippy with my career coach today, but, like, nothing, like, like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, he, I think he just thought, like, oh, she must just, like, be a little irritated. Like, I wasn't, like, I didn't snap at him or, like, anything like that. But, like, normally I'm much more, like, friendly, bubbly, like, open, like, let's discuss. And I just mm-hmm. kind of was, like, one word answers, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, but, like, yeah, like, I feel like I'm, like, a fucking teenager where I'm just, like, and, like, you freak out for no reason. Like, I haven't freaked out on anybody, and I've been, like, pleasant to everybody, but, like, beneath the surface, I'm, like, you know, what the fuck? Everybody has those days. Everybody, everybody makes that way. mistakes. How does it, everybody, yeah. Yeah. Knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody gets that way i don't even know how it goes but sometimes you're the story really is nobody's perfect oh yeah <laughs> life is crazy something something way uh hannah montana um i will say one positive thing oh i have a few positive things okay who fucking cares? I'm so tired. I guess I'll, I guess I'll listen. <laughs> like, do I even fucking care? Um, one thing, and this is not sponsored, but if they do want to sponsor us, I should change my fucking attitude. Um, <laughs> I I started HelloFresh. Oh my gosh, HelloFresh, please sponsor us, please. <laughs> I think we're like the only podcast they don't sponsor. <laughs> I know, and they're like, actually. <laughs> We will not. It's like in our like company's policy. We won't touch <laughs> your podcast with a 10 foot, foot pole. And I'm like, you know what? I get it. Like they wouldn't even like let me sign up at first because I had to use a different email because they were like, we know it's you. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, I started HelloFresh and I actually like really love it. And it's like I've kind of been like a HelloFresh consultant for the past like week, I feel like, because I got like two of my coworkers to try and I've just like been telling it. <laughs> to like all my coworkers, and it's like I can't stop talking about it because like yeah. I've t- said you all really this podcast. Be sponsored by them <laughs> I know hello fresh hello fresh um 
<laughs> but like I said on this podcast, this is not an ad read. I swear to God, you guys, we have no sponsorships. So this is very much not a sponsorship. Um, but like I've said on this podcast like numerous times, I can cook. And like my excuse in Seattle was like I didn't have a stove. Mm-hmm. But like I can cook and I can cook well. I just fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. And like I hate the grocery store and I just like hate everything about it. And I feel like I got stuck like in a rut, like making the same shit just like week after week and just like eating the same stuff. And like, I would try to meal plan or like mix up recipes. But like when it came down to it, I was just like, I can't even like think of like what to make. Um, And so then I would just start like letting food go to waste. I was like throwing mm-hmm. out so much food because I'm also just like one person and there's like only so much produce I can eat like in a, two day span right um and i felt like i was like throwing away so much food and like letting so much food go away so i like hated cooking and i hated everything i was making because it was like so bland and like the same shit and i was like ordering out like all the time mm-hmm. um so then i was like well let me try like hello fresh and just like see because i mean it is kind of expensive <laughs> but like at the same time it's like well that's what i was paying in like uber eats all the time oh and so sure. Mm. it's like not more and um so I had my first week and like I got my first box free because my sister had like sent me a promo code and so I got my first box free and I just finished um I have one more meal from my last box to make but like all the meals have been like so good and it feels so nice to have like a good home-cooked meal again like I feel like I haven't like I've made like home-cooked meals but they but they didn't feel like home-cooked meals they felt just like shit I cooked at home Mm-hmm. Um, but like this is like tastes like home cooked meals again, and yeah. like I got the five meals for like two people, so then it covers like my lunch and dinner for the work week, mm-hmm. and it's just been like so nice because like I cook it at night and I eat dinner and then I save the next for lunch, and it's just nice because then I have like lunch already prepared and it's not like something like a salad, you know, it's like something like yeah. exciting to eat. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, I love picking up my little meals on the website for the next week. Swear to God, this is not sponsored. I just, like, truly love it. And, like, I've only done one week of it, but I'm, like, very excited. So, if you're thinking about doing HelloFresh, let me know in promo code for my own personal thing. <laughs> not on this <laughs> podcast. Um, but I highly recommend. I've just really been truly enjoying it. That's funny because I think I said on this podcast before that Lauren was doing HelloFresh and it became, like, out of control I felt like we were like buried in like HelloFresh foods um because my my issue with HelloFresh and I guess hers probably is too is like I don't like being told what to cook like I don't like the pressure of having a meal in my fridge that I like have to cook because I'm well and especially my sister is a very good cook and I'm decent and I've gotten a lot better at it during quarantine so I kind of like find it fun to just cook whatever I'm in the mood for like I don't hate it as much as you do so the fact that I have something in my fridge that I like have to make or else it's gonna go bad is really stressful and then the joke is is that Lauren ended up thought she canceled HelloFresh like three times but she didn't so every time like a new box would show up (laughs) and we would have just gone grocery shopping or something and we're just like oh shit and we would end up just kind of like like de like just using the HelloFresh stuff as pretty much groceries to make whatever we wanted on our own, if that makes sense. But it does. 
Yeah, so it didn't really work for us, the, like, whole process and concept of it all. But with that said, there were still some, like, really good meals. Like, we definitely had some good stuff. And, like, it was never a bad thing whenever we had to cook it. We just got kind of sick of it. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, like, I see, I need someone to be like, this is the meal you're making. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I just, like, can't. Like, I just, like, ugh. Like, the thought of it, like, I just, I fucking hate doing it. So. Well, um, that's good. Yeah. And then my sister told me about, no one cares, but my sister told me about an app as well. Because I think I'm just going to do HelloFresh for, like, a month or two. um, Just to, like, get, like, ideas of, like, things to cook and, like, recipes and, you know what I mean, like, mix it up. Right. And then my sister told me about this app called E-Meal. And it's, like, $50 a year. But they have recipes and you can choose, like, and it's not, like, hundreds of recipes where you have to be, because, like, that overwhelms me, too. Because people are, like, look at recipes on a line. I'm, like, there's too many. Like, I can't. Yeah, the whole food blogger industry is just, like, really overwhelming to me. Because it's, like, I can't make it look like that. And that has too many ingredients. That has too many stuff. I don't like following recipes. That's also my thing. Well, and, like, there's, like, the uh, SEO of it all where it's, like, they Mm -hmm. need to put in, like, a story that's, like four fucking pages long to get like people to click on their blog and it's like Mm -hmm. I don't have the time for this like and then there's like ads like popping up and it like slows your computer like it's just and then you have to like write on a piece of paper like what ingredients do I need (sighs) so my sister told me about this app and so they'll they'll showcase like recipes for the week um and you can look up like vegetarian or like quick and easy but they'll only have, like, a select few. Like, they'll showcase, like, a few. So oh. it's not, like, overwhelming. And it's just the recipe. And so then if you select that recipe and you say, like, yes, I'm going to make this, it will make a grocery list for you in the oh. app. And then if you, like, select more than one recipe, like, it won't add things more than once. It will just, like, add it to the total. So if you need one lemon for, like, one recipe and another lemon for another recipe, it will just say, like, two lemons. Oh, yeah. So like it'll make your grocery list for you so you don't have to like do like the going back and forth. And then it will if you need to add other stuff to your grocery list, like grocery bags or or not grocery bags, like garbage bags or things like mm-hmm. that. You can add it to the list so then you don't have to have a separate list. So you just go to the grocery store and you have that list. And then once you put the stuff in your cart, you can mark it as like completed. Oh, that sounds really nice. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah, so it's fifty dollars a year, which comes out to be like what four dollars a month. Yeah, that's um, like so. Have you made anything from it yet? Huh? Have you made anything from it yet? I haven't used it yet because I'm still have like my ho- hello oh, fresh. Yeah. But okay, she well, said that I'll she like really loves it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that like that is like what I'm needing because like that makes like meal prepping so easy. True, and that sounds like it would work better for, like, what I like to do than, yeah. like, food subscription. Um, speaking of all this, I literally, before we got on the phone, I made a pot of cheeseburger soup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I've, I have been chefing it up already this evening, and I just have it simmering on the stove, and I'm going to eat it when we're done with this. So, in, like, 30 30- if I start rushing you, it's because I'm hungry as fuck and I want to eat my soup. <laughs> well, I gotta eat my little uh, tonight. I'm making like um a ginger shrimp rice bowl with green oh, beans. Ooh, 
Yeah, so not trying to oh brag. Are we talking about food to like hungrier? I'm getting, but ooh, that sounds really good. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Okay. I'm scared <laughs> to bring this up because I'm already in a bad mood. No. But <laughs> Megan watched Bridgerton, and I think she. Here's my. You know what? Say your th- say your piece, and then I'll say my piece. I think I know what you're gonna say. And I might agree with you, but I watched Bridgerton. I'm actually, I am on episode like halfway through episode seven and you said there are only eight episodes, right? I think. Uh, Okay. So I haven't finished the the next one might be the finale, but I'm close to finishing. And I totally like, it's a good show. It's the show is good. I get that. I recognize it. It's very like my first thought was, holy shit, this is like a very, visually appealing show to watch and I like that but I'm like really not that into it I think that maybe my expectations were way too high because everyone was making such a fuss about it or I'm just being a brat and I like don't want to like it because everyone likes it but I'm it's good and I will finish it but I'm really not that into it I feel like I was into the first few episodes because I wanted to get to the point part where they like bone it out Mm-hmm. Um, but pretty much the second they boned it out, I was just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> have you gotten to the point where they have their ball at their house? No. Okay. Because like between them and spoiler alert, but I won't say much between them, like getting in the fight and their, their ball at their house. It is, it's, it gets like hard to watch. Like I got bored at that point. Cause I was like, this is like, I don't want to deal with them fighting. And so. Right. right. It's like we they just got all like together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Um, but the ball at their house is like there's a scene and you'll know it. Um, that is like so lovely and it changes like the entire mood of the show. Okay. So I'm it looking gets, at it picks up. I'm looking at it now and it looks like the ending ball is the season finale which is in fact episode eight so I'm almost there but yeah it was just the part that it's like after they got married and were just like boning everywhere I was like okay this is kind of boring then they're then they got in the fight and that's when I well that's when I texted you I was like please don't tell me that this whole entire show is based around this bitch learning what cum is (laughs) like honestly I I need more than just that yeah because like yeah I would say episode six is the Episode six and seven are like not the greatest episodes because yep. it's like, yeah, like when they fight, it's just like I I had like a really hard time watching that episode. But like the scene in the ball with the ball, it like changes everything, and like the show then like really ends on like a wow. Um, maybe I'll have a slightly better opinion once I finally finish it and I can like speak to the season as a whole because like I said I did think the first few episodes were good when it was kind of like a lot of build up and then the build up happened and now I'm just kind of in that like meh phase yeah. so hopefully I'll the have the same that- way okay good hopefully I'll have a better opinion of it once it's like over over but still I knew that this wasn't like totally my type of show so I think I'm gonna have that bit of bias like regardless but well and I I did feel the same way because I specifically remember googling like how long do Daphne and Simon fight for oh my god (laughs) 
because I was like, okay, what the fuck? Like, I'm so over this. Yeah. And then the ball, uh, the scene at the ball is like literally so lovely and like magical. It changes everything. Okay. All right. Um, but I think you also kind of went into it with a bad mood. I think so too. I th- I know I totally agree, but I don't know. I, I'm not I'm not that down on it. Like you probably thought that I was gonna bitch about it more than I am right now. Well, you've been bitching about it via text. I know, which but I kind of like just saying that shit to you guys because it gets you all riled up. Like I say it to the girl, um, my other friends too, like the girls, and they are just like, "Oh my god, it's so good. He's so," and I'm just like, "Yeah, but what what is this? What is this really?" <laughs> Talk to me after the, the scene at the ball. Okay. And we'll see. Watch next but, time we talk. I'm like, hello, Lady Maud. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Bridgerton was seen. <laughs> um, okay. I don't want to go into too much detail about this because this is a sponsored podcast by HelloFresh. But... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I fucking wish. But, dude, the scene at the hotel, I was like, Ooh, I was like giggling. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, literally, that's what I was like, just fucking bone. I was sick of it at that point. Oh my God. Anywho, he's so hot. <laughs> he is so hot. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah, Megan watch Bridgerton. Have you been watching anything else? Um, no. Did you watch Promising Young Woman? No, because I don't want to pay 20 bucks for it. <sighs> I know. But then I think I'm just like, well, should I? Like, that's probably a movie that I would go see in theaters if theaters were a thing. And that's 16 bucks for a ticket, plus, you know, obviously snacks and probably yeah. drinks before. And, you know, it's like, it's a whole thing. So I'm like, why am I bitching about paying 20 bucks to watch a movie at home? Um, if Lauren will split it with me, I'll watch it this weekend. Promising Young Woman just came out on Amazon on demand. It was like supposed to, it came out some at some point in theaters last year, but then obviously like it was like right when things like got shut down. Um, so they just like re released it on Amazon Prime. It's $20, which yeah, like that sounds like a lot to like rent a movie at home, but like wow, it's like one of the, it's like such a good movie. Like the soundtrack, the visuals, the writing, the storyline, like everything hits. It's so, so, so good. I highly recommend it to anybody. Oh my God. I like, I, when I was watching it, like I wasn't even like on my phone. I was just like watching it. And then when it was over, like that was like all I could think about like all night was like that movie. It was so good. I just like, uh, it was like worth the $20. Highly, highly, highly recommend. Well, um, that's also promising too, because you know, there is nothing more satisfying than just like watching a good ass movie for the first time and yeah. even more like a current like a new movie which it's been so long since I've seen like a good ass new movie so that does sound very satisfying and might be worth it but we'll see we'll see yeah and it's like a thriller it's like a revenge woman thriller the, the ending is like a huge plot twist I was like so shocked that that's how it ended. Oh, God. 
it's phenomenal. So if anybody hasn't seen Promising Young Woman, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I like watch movies like whatever. Like I love movies, but like mm-hmm. I get that like I have like a I'm different and like I have like a wide range of movies. So I'm like, oh, not every movie I would like recommend. Like but this one I'm I was just like incredible like incredible movie overall just oh so good it like leaves you thinking the ending is just like so shocking loved it so yeah all right all right anything else you've been watching um no i'm still just finishing um grace and frankie i on the last season and i'm like panicking because i'm like what am i gonna watch after this This is why I don't like shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. The stress. Um. Okay. Should we talk about celebs? Yeah. Celeb time. Time, time. 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 Huh? I feel like the celebs are wild in this week. <laughs> Excuse my attitude over everything because I'm just annoyed with life. Um. Jojo Siwa has a girlfriend, BT Dub. Mm-hmm. Cute. And she said that her girlfriend was the one who encouraged her to come out. Oh, we just stand. And she said on Jimmy Fallon that because um, he there was like the question of like, did you think this like was gonna hurt your career? Whatever, blah blah blah. And she said that she didn't care because if she couldn't be accepted for who she is and she doesn't want the fame. And I was like, why is she like so cool and like 17? <laughs> yeah, she's just very like mature and like reasonable and at peace about all of this. And it's very bold of her. Uh, that's my like girl. It. I like it. You rock those bows, bitch. <laughs> In I'm like trying to see where I want to go next because two of these are not good. Um, three of these are not good. Okay, let's talk about speaking of relationships. Let me just say this: Shailene Woodley's dating Aaron Rodgers, and I'm just truly like, what? Yeah, like Q collective question mark around the world. <laughs> Shailene Woodley, known for her roles in The Fault in Our Stars, Big Little Lies, that um, team. Secret Life of an American Teenager. And the Divergent. uh, Oh, Divergent! I used to love those movies. Wow. Dude, those movies are good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I kind of want to rewatch them now. Um, She's like this very hippie type person. Like, we've talked about her on this podcast numerous times. Um, Because, like, when she, like, won, or, like, when she was, like, on the red carpet for Big Little Lies at, like, I don't know, it was like the Emmys. They were like, oh, like, what do you think about the show? And she was like, oh, I don't watch TV. Like, who has time for TV? All I do is read. And I'm like, girl, this is your job. Like, everyone who gets you paid is watching TV. Yeah. Like, consistently manages to look like one of those, like, out of touch, ditchit celebrities. Like, crunchy. Yeah. Well, and she, like, li- she, like, doesn't have a home. Like, she lives out of the suitcase and she just couch surfs it. Couch surfs. Jeez. And Wait, is that true though? Yeah. <laughs> she literally doesn't have a home? Yeah. Oh. Because she doesn't like having material things. So she literally just lives out of a, a suitcase and like sleeps on people's couches, like her friends' couches. Girl. 
because she doesn't like to keep material things. She's a raw vegan. Like one time I read this article and they like met in a restaurant and she was eating literally like sea algae, like blue sea algae. (laughs) Ew. Like like, she's just. Based on this, it would feel like it would make more sense for her to date Tom Brady than Aaron Rodgers, but whatever. (laughs) Well, and she like makes her own deodorant. Like, she's just a kook. I'm just going to say it. She's just Mm -hmm. a kook. Mm -hmm. And Aaron Rodgers is, like, this famous football player who I'm sure, like, eats, like, a T-bone steak a day. (laughs) Right. Just, like, the jockiest of jocks. Yeah. And, like, probably owns, like, six mansions. And so I'm, like, how did they even meet? I'm, like, (laughs) right. what's their connection because they seem like polar opposites. Like, he seems like everything she's against. So, I'm just confused. <laughs> but this also just confirms my theory. And it's not really my theory. It's just, like, everyone's theory. That Aaron Rodgers is a total fucking weirdo. Because yeah. Because his family doesn't talk to him. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still just, like, bothered by Aaron ever since um, Jordan the Bachelor. the Bachelor. Because they made it, like, a big deal that they don't talk to him. And it was, I mean, like, it kind of was a big deal. Like, none of his family talks to him. Well, not that they don't talk to him. He won't talk to them. He cut them off. Yeah. And any of his family. And they seem like the whole, like, wholesome, like, all-American, like, football family. Like, they seem like the actual persona that Aaron puts off. But, like, I don't feel like that's who he really is. I feel like he's probably a real weirdo. Well, yeah, because it's like, why would you cut your entire family off? And, like, they, like, I guess tried to, like, communicate with him, and he just refuses to talk to them. And then I remember, like, there was, like, some drama because when all those fires were happening in California, which is, like, every year, but you know what I mean, in, like, 2017 or whatever, um, Aaron, like, tweeted, like, donate to this, like, fire foundation, blah, blah, blah. And Jordan, like, responded, or it might have been the other brother that was, like, you ask people to donate, but you won't even call your own mom who was, had to evacuate her house in these fires. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. So, yikes, he seems like an asshole. I mean, obviously, what do we know? I mean, there's, like, toxic families, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just take Jordan's side because I love him and JoJo, but I don't know them. I don't know these people. But I just, I do feel like Aaron and Shailene could just, like, be total assholes together. Like, I see. <laughs> I just, like, I'm like, Shailene, I just, I don't know. It just confuses me. Because, yeah, like, she literally, like, <laughs> makes her own deodorant. And he's just, like, this jock party football NFL player, like. But, okay, girl, you you do you, honey. But also, like, we're in a pandemic. So, like, literally, how did they meet? Like, how did they cross paths? Like, how are people dating right now? How are people dating? But how did these two random-ass people cross paths and meet and connect? Because I don't think she, I could be wrong. But does she have social media? She probably doesn't even have a fucking phone. She probably uses, like, a like par- carrier pigeon. Like, I can't. It's confused. 
<laughs> I'm just confused on how that happened. So you do you, you guys do whatever, <laughs> you eat that damn algae and <laughs> you live your life, girl. I mean, maybe she dates these guys, like maybe she just wants to date a rich guy so she can use their house <laughs> and then she can still like use the claim like, I don't have material things. These are his material things. I live out of this tiny little suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> It's so random. And she was like, yeah. Ever since she said this, because I thought the interview with her eating like sea algae was like years before Big Little Lies. And I remember just being like, what? Because it was like with the, I think it was like she was being interviewed about Divergent or something like that. Uh And I just remember being like, what the hell? And then like when she said that comment about like how she doesn't have time for TV and it's like toxic or whatever at the like Emmys where she's on a TV show that she gets paid millions for. Right. I read. That's like what turned me off from her because I'm like girl the only reason you have like the ability to read in your life all day long is because you get paid by millions of dollars from people who are watching TV. 100%. (laughs) So and it's like Big Little Lies is a book. Anyways. (laughs) So yeah. Um, okay. These stories are gonna keep going from bad to worse to worser. Mm. Morgan Wallen. Uh-uh. Morgan Wallen is a country star who shares my name, unfortunately. <laughs> and why did I not even put that together? <laughs> I just think of him as like a separate entity of a human. <laughs> <laughs> He was, we've talked about him before on the podcast because he was supposed to perform on SNL back in like December and, or October, I don't know when, time doesn't exist. And he was caught, wow, sorry, Bert. He was caught partying like maskless and like kissing random girls, which obviously you can't do like <laughs> if you're going to perform on SNL, like they have COVID protocols. And, and like even before then, he was just kind of known for being like a skeezy guy who just like will party with random groups of underage girls. Well, not necessarily underage, just young girls. Well, also like even if you weren't performing on the SNL, you probably shouldn't be um, out partying in a pandemic without a mask and kissing random people. Right. I from what I heard is I think he also has like a baby mama at home. But oh lord. Um. So, yeah, so then he got kicked off SNL because they were like, fuck you. (laughs) And then they gave him a second chance, which I thought was so annoying and, like, unnecessary. Because it's not like he's, like, a huge star where they're like, okay, like, it's, like, Lady Gaga or whoever, you know, where it's, like, a huge person. It was, like, it's Morgan Wallen, some random country music star. Right. Which is why that whole situation seems kind of, like, fishy to me. Like, I don't know. Maybe they were just, like, really desperate and called him back. Or maybe, I don't know. That or, like, seemed... maybe he, like, knows somebody. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because I, I thought that, too. I'm like, you're SNL. Like. <laughs> yeah, you don't need this Yahoo. Yeah, you don't need this fuck up who, like, is endangering. Well, especially because it put out, I feel like, a bad look. It's, like, he's, like, endangering people's lives. Like, it's not, like, just your set. Like, he's out partying with, like, mm-hmm. tons of people. Yeah, like, it's a much larger problem. In a pandemic. Than just his <laughs> SNL performance. Yeah. 
and he was like he was like a- I'm sorry like I'll do better like I fucked up um and it wasn't like he was like partying in the beginning of a pandemic this was like literally this winter where it's like girl <laughs> yeah like right when the whole big like second wave was starting and he gave this whole big statement around how he's been like surrounding himself with the wrong type of people and is like committing to like starting to live a better life and like he had the wrong priorities blah 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 literally blah yeah so they gave him a second chance so he came on again and like performed and I I just like was very annoyed at SNL because I was like you're kind of like co-signing this like reckless behavior like he wasn't a person that's like needed a second chance like he's not like a big make it or break it like sh- and it's not like a ton of people are like tuning in to like watch morgan wallen like before mm-hmm. this incident i'd literally never heard of him so i was like <laughs> okay um so yeah he got a second chance and i was annoyed now this past week there's released video of him saying the n-word <sighs> hard r oh yeah I don't know to who, like, he's just drunk outside of his house, just, like, yelling. Um, But, yeah, he said the N-word, and it's, like, it's, like, literally, and me and Nagan were talking about this earlier, like, we're texting. It's, like, 2021, like, there's no excuse. There's no excuse, really, ever, but it's not like he can, it's not, like, video of him resurfaced when he was, like, 13 and he was right. like yeah I was like a punk ass teenager like who didn't know or like who's just like loved to be like you know whatever it's like this was this week this is 2021 oh. like there's no there's no like I didn't know nowadays you know what I mean <laughs> I know that's what I thought when I saw the headline I was just like oh god not shocked at all but then I saw that it was from this week and I was like oh my god this guy Still not that surprised, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, where it's like, okay, there's no room where you don't know better. And also, like, you don't just, like, say that word, like, when you're drunk and, like, you, like, that's, like, a word that you have to use frequently. You know what I mean? Like, because, like, I feel like my mouth can't even, like, make that word come out because I've never said it. So I'm like, I feel like I just, like, I can't even, like, make my mouth do that the way he used it so casually it's kind of like an indicator that it wasn't just like a slip that it might be something that happens more frequently but that's used in his frequent vocabulary yeah but I don't know that but still it doesn't really it doesn't really matter but yeah so fuck him he should have never gotten a second chance on SNL now I bet they're really kicking themselves I know Yeah, it's like, really, they went all in on that guy. Like, justice for Ashley Simpson. Give her another chance. Truly. (laughs) Listen, she gave us a dance, at least. Okay? (laughs) And she makes good music. Um, So, yeah, fuck that guy. And he came out, again, with pretty much the same apology that was like, I'll do better. Yeah, but... (laughs) how do you do better when you are terrible in your 2021? I know. And no one is buying it, which is good. Um, he was like, I, I think I saw something that he was like dropped from the radio. Like radio stations aren't playing yeah. music anymore. He was just announced as a headliner for Country Thunder, which is a country music festival that happens every year. Well, except for last year in Arizona. And I'm sure he's going to get dropped from that. But then again, will he? Because it is Arizona and it is a country music festival. But it's all easy. <laughs> but I think he will. 
I think he will too. And like, I was very disappointed too, because I was reading this tweet from, and I don't really listen to country music. I don't dislike country music. It's just like not my go-to, but I was reading, so I don't know who like a lot of new country music people are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was reading this tweet from this country music star, I guess, who's like a young female in country music. Marin, is that her name? I don't know. Yeah. You, you yeah. Okay. She, she tweeted about song, it. She sings that song, baby, why don't you just meet me in the middle? So yeah, she's kind of like country pop, but I loved her. Why? Did she say something stupid? No. Weirdly enough, I know the people, not know them, but I know the people that like, produce that song and are like in the background music oh, <laughs> but fun. I didn't know her oh. <laughs> um no she tweeted like this is like disappointing like blah 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 and right. then all the replies into her tweet were like very disappointing because they're like oh sorry we cannot be as perfect as you or like so you've oh, never God. made a mistake and it's like um <laughs> he said the n-word in 2021 like I don't know what you guys like aren't getting and you guys are all pretty much admitting you also say the word and then like some a lot of comments too were like one made me laugh so hard because like they were like oh like you'll condemn him but you just like let like rich hollywood pedophiles go and it's like first of all (laughs) what is that what does she have to do with any of that and then someone was like but i've never heard you say anything about chris brown and it's like the Chris Brown situation happened twelve years ago Literally. when she was eighteen. Like I oh looked up her God. age and was like, when she was eighteen, like, what does that have to do with her? And like she can't stop like things like that. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, I've always been a fan of country music, but in recent years it's hard to be a fan of country music. It really is, just because of the like audience it sometimes evokes and it's people like that that's why I love people like Marin Morris and like Casey Musgraves who are like outspoken against uh or not against for like social issues like for example this week um one of the members of a country band called the Brothers Osborne came out as gay and yeah and Casey like posted a big like you know um tweet and like support of him and it was just very sweet to say that because that is one of those things we're kind of like we've talked about this with Taylor Swift before that is it does go against like probably what some of I don't want to say all of their fan base because especially people like Casey Musgrave she definitely has a more like liberal fan base but it's like all those years where Taylor Swift wouldn't come out as like or speak up as like a Democrat or like her political views because she didn't want to like alienate that like big group of her audience. And that's just kind of like a weird undertone that the whole country music industry has now. And it's kind of like very icky to me. Yeah, because it's like, well, why would you want kind of like Jojo Siwa? If they're having those views, is it worth the thing? Exactly. If your fan base is that type of person, is it worth it? Or, like, why don't you try to, like, educate them? Like, they look up to you, like, most likely. Like, why don't you just try to, like, I, I don't know. Like, you can have different viewpoints, but then there's, like, that line of right and wrong. I don't know. Like I said, it's kind of icky, and it's a lot of gray area. Well, fuck Morgan Wallen. 
Also, this is so petty, but let me just say this because I texted Megan this. So then I was like, what the fuck is up with Morgan Wallen? So then I went to his Twitter, and after this whole he partied maskless whole shebang, now he's selling neck gaiters, which, like, the CDC says, like, (laughs) is worse than not wearing a mask because, like, they can just, like, live in the fabric. (laughs) Like, the virus can, like, live in the fabric of the neck gaiter. So he's, like, selling quote-unquote mask but like the worst kind that you can wear and it's photoshopped on him so he's not even wearing it and it's photoshopped like below his nose i'm like can this guy get like a pr team please like instead of like his brother chet running it for him like is his pr team his brother Bo? Bo is but like his name would be Bo. (laughs) yeah because i'm just like Read the fucking room, Bo and Morgan. Like, <laughs> you you party maskless. Now you're gonna try to sell the worst kind of mask. You're gonna Photoshop it because you're not actually wearing it, and then you're gonna Photoshop it below your nose. Like for fuck's sake, <laughs> please. A whole mess. Oh my god. So yeah, I hope that's the last we hear of him. But seems like none of his fans are mad at him, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, like, yeah. upsetting to me, too, because, like, I'm so passionate about, like, the South, and, like, I love the South so much. Yeah. But they're, but it's kind of like that, like, where you, like, love country music, but then, like, it's, like, then people, like, bring so much shame to it. Right. It's like, come on. <laughs> There's right. like good people down here who like believe in everyone's rights and like would never say the N-word and like and then there's but then there's these idiots. Uh-huh. So. But anyways, going on to the next terrible person. Um, just an update on Army Hammer. Oh god, yeah, I was like, who's worse than Morgan Wallen this week? Oh, oh girl, he gets worse after Army. What? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Army Hammer, he dropped out on another movie (laughs) because it's pretty obvious that, like, all these things are very true about him. Here's the Mm -hmm. thing. I don't think he's ever actually eaten, like, another person (laughs) or, like, whatever. But, and, like, you can, like, have your kinks, Mm -hmm. but they didn't seem, like, very consensual. And it seems, like, very, like, torturous in, like, a non-consensual way. Mm -hmm. Um. Which is, like, why we're, like, what the hell? And he was, like, cheating on his wife, and he has, like, a family. Right. Um, But his ex-wife finally put out a statement where she just says, like, she, there was so much she didn't know about, and she's, like, shocked and disgusted, and, like, her heart goes out to all, like, the victims, and she, like, really encourages, like, anybody who's, like, a victim um, of, like, abuse to, like, speak out and, like, get out of the situation, and then she, like, had tweeted, like, how much sage is too much sage to sage a house? So. Yeah, I think she was, like, commenting on other stuff, too. Like, she's kind of, like, she's being, I don't want to say, like, a good sport about it. But, like, she is she is having, like, like a good attitude about it. And she just seems really, I think she's, I always thought that she has seemed really sweet. So, yeah. um, she's, like, supporting the victims. And I hope that she's, like, okay. I know, because that has to be, like, fucking terrible. And, um, also in other news, Timothee Chalamet is starring <laughs> in a new movie by the same director, I think, of Call Me By Your Name, and mm-hmm. it's, like, a cannibal love story. And I think it just happened to be, like, weird timing. <laughs> I know, I was like, is this actually real life? 
And then uh, his ex-wife had commented on like a post like about that movie, and she I think she put like no words. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are the chances? Because ju- I think it just truly happened to be like happenstance. Really? That it came out. I, yeah, no, I I agree because the timing doesn't really like make sense otherwise. So like, what are the chances that the director of Call Me by Your Name chose Timothy Chalamet? By the way, I hope people know that, like, I don't think that's, like, his actual name. <laughs> I'm, like, just being funny. No, you do. Don't lie. You just found <laughs> out 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet um, is, like, doing a cannibal movie. Like, what are the fucking chances? I guess he doesn't have to be in Call Me By Your Name, too. He's already doing it in <laughs> his other <laughs> real life. Um, so, I just think that's, like, such funny circumstances. Um, so yeah, more on Army Hammer as things keep coming out. Like someone else just recently, another girl who was like texting with him, I guess, like the day before, like up until the day before everything broke. Um, I was like trying to read this article quickly before me and Megan started recording, but apparently he was talking about like how he like has sex with one girl and he pretends that she, he kidnapped her or like shit like that. And I'm like, oh Lord. Okay. Well gross but more to come i'm sure unfortunately do we have anything new on fucking ilaria no (laughs) yeah miss her miss her so much (laughs) ilaria come back please remember the good old days of how you say i miss you ilaria please i miss you so much um thanks for in early January. <laughs> you know. Although I will say that Salma Hayek, who played um, Alec Baldwin's wife in 30 Rock, did say, like, I think she was on Howard Stern this week, and they asked her, like, what do you think? And she was like, you know, I think we all, like, she, I think she was just trying to be polite. She was like, I think we all lie. And I'm, like, honored that she chose, like, my culture to, like, to, because, like, who, like, wouldn't want to be Spanish? And she was like, she makes my friend happy. Um, she was like, and, you know, we all make up, like, personas. And she was like, but maybe that was, like, a little much. <laughs> yeah. Well, good for her for also being kind of a, having a good attitude about it. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, okay. Too, and then. And- can't just not laugh at this stuff. Okay, sorry. But, like, it. Like it's hard. It's almost hard to like see the sub- see the um like the problematic issues with it, just because it's so ridiculous and kind of funny. But it is still problematic, like deep down. No, not it's like deep problematic. Down. It's but just, she, like, it is problematic, but it's so funny. It is. Yeah, like she didn't hurt anybody like directly. It's just like more of like immigrants have it so hard coming to America, and then you just right. like pretended to be one when you grew up like rich in Boston your whole life so it's like okay girl but like there's just so much evidence over the years because she is like a public figure that it was just like so hilarious because like mm-hmm. it was so hilarious because like <laughs> as soon as like you think you'd seen it all then there's like another interview where she's like my parents didn't know how to pronounce Baldwin <laughs> they're like <laughs> fucking pilgrims on the Mayflower <laughs> She committed. <laughs> Give that girl an acting role because she knows how. <laughs> but please, American uh, American white woman because that's what she is. Um, 
okay here's the worst person of this week and i say of this week because the lord knows what the future holds yeah why can't i think of who this is this marilyn manson oh yes oh god duh Ugh. marilyn manson i'm sure no one's surprised that he's actually a terrible piece of shit mm-hmm. um so actress writer director producer evan rachel wood love her um came out this week and said well she had spoken out before about how she was in a relationship that was like very abusive that they tortured her she even like passed a law in california about like domestic violence because of this one specific relationship but she never said who it was Everyone assumed it was Marilyn Manson. I think they were, like, engaged for a while. They did it for a few years. Because mm-hmm. she said, like, when I was, like, I think at one point she said when I was 18. And that's, like, when they met. Um, which is, like, gross because he was a lot older than He's her. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, 18, obviously, it's legal, but you're still, like, a kid. Um, whatever we don't have to go into that but she came out on instagram this week and like confirmed it was him and kind of still told a little bit of her story and just said that like he tortured her he like shocked her with this like device he would like starve her he would keep her awake for days at a time and like beat her and just like do these very awful things um And then four other women came out with, like, proof of, like, saying the same thing. Like, he, like, made me do drugs. He kept me awake. He starved me. Like, he cut me. He shocked me. He beat me. Like, he would lock me in a room. And just, like, insanely crazy bad, bad, bad things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I wasn't shocked per se, but at the same time, like, those things were, like, very shocking. And right. to, like, know that he's just, like, been doing this to women for, like, decades is just, like, disturbing. And that he's, like, still, like, famous and, like, really nothing has, like, affected him. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully that will end now that, like, Evan has spoken out because she is, like, very famous. And Dita Von Teese had, like made a comment today because like mm-hmm. they were married for a while and she said like that never happened to her but she like doesn't discredit anybody who did like have it happen to and she like believes them but like her relationship with him was like totally normal mm-hmm. um but yeah it's not looking good for him <laughs> no it's not because like people were showing like s- screenshots of like texts and everything like that and um so yeah why do people have to be this way (laughs) truly like just be in normal relationships what the hell oh god I just felt like when I was reading that story yesterday and like as soon as I would read like one woman's story then I'd scroll and it was like another woman's story that Mm -hmm. was like just as like equally shocking and disturbing I was just like what the fuck like I just fucking feel for these women because like when you're in those situations not that I like have like an experience I've never had like an abusive boyfriend or anything like that but like yeah I think that it's just like especially like when someone's like very rich and powerful and they kind of just like it just all happens at once and you're in it before like you realize you're in it and then it's like hard to get out like if they're like locking you in rooms and like torturing you and doing all this stuff but it's like how do you escape someone who's like a you know famous millionaire Ugh. So, right, right. 
damn. I just like fucking feel for them. Those are like very disturbing stories. I mean, if you like want to read about it and like everything, it's like all over the internet, but definitely trigger warning because it was like very like, oh my geez. Mm-hmm. So fuck Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Hopefully. I was going to say, hopefully his career is dead too. But you know, things just seem to work in white males favors yeah him and army and morgan can all just go live together in a little island and just stay the hell away from all of us (laughs) please so group (laughs) hopefully only positive things to come like he gets arrested or charges or something like that but hopefully no more people come out because i just would feel so terrible yeah. So that's the celeb news. None of it good this week. Very dark. Kind of like my mood. Sorry I about that. Kind of depressed. I don't know. Be better, humans. Yeah. Don't be so shitty next week, please. <laughs> God, for fuck's sake. All right, let's talk about the fucking bachelor. So this week- was a surprise. I mean, I don't know. You probably still have issues, which I mean, we do have issues with this show. But it was like a surprising bright light in the pop culture this week. So I thought some I thought this episode was, was good. It wasn't painful to watch. I actually yeah. watched it on Tuesday. Oh. And um, I wasn't like, because like usually I'll get to like the 45 minute mark and I'm like, oh my God. But this week I just watched fully through and I didn't have that feeling. I think it helped and I'm going to start doing this. I think it helped because I, I brought my laptop into the kitchen and like watched like while I was cooking dinner, while I was eating mm-hmm. dinner, and then like while mm-hmm. I was cleaning my dishes. And so I think it helped to be like doing something while watching. Oh yeah, that's fully how I watch every week because you have to. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I, was, I was fine with this week's episode actually. Um... So, I'm just going to give, like, a quick recap. Like, we don't need to go over the whole episode. Yeah. So, last week it ended with Katie telling Matt, like, you know, it's, like, very toxic in the house. Like, Anna's spreading rumors. Victoria's, like, a bitch. Like, it needs to end. And so then this week started with Matt, like, it was, like, the cocktail hour before the bro ceremony. And Matt comes in, he's like, you know, I've heard some very, like, disturbing things that, like, I want to address before, like, we go into this rose ceremony or, like, this cocktail hour. And he was like, there's, like, rumors going around. And he said this line that I actually really like. I wrote it down. Um, He said, like, so if you have to belittle someone else to shine, Mm -hmm. then you don't have the qualities I'm looking for. And I was like, Damn. That's what I think literally every season when this, like, drama goes down. Like, yeah. I feel like it happened a lot. Who was it? Like, Pilot Pete's season? Who was the villain? I don't know. But one of these seasons recently, I felt like one of the Bachelors was putting up with so much drama from these girls. And they, like, weren't really stepping in to do anything about it, nor did they seem to care. And I'm just like, really? Like, is he okay with this? Like, is he okay with one of these petty women becoming his wife and so to hear Matt say that was just like yes duh thank you I liked I did like Matt a lot this week me too he really stepped up yes um so yeah he said all of that 
And so then he's like, Brittany, can I talk to you? Because, you know, and I was telling people that Brittany was an escort, which mm-hmm. nothing wrong with being an escort, but don't spread rumors about people and their sex lives. Mm-hmm. And as we're talking about Army Hannah being cannibal, but <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and so he like talks to Brittany and she like, you know, breaks down and cries and says like, yes, like Anna's been saying all these things to me. Um, and like, I don't know why, and, like I'm embarrassed and like, it could like ruin my life. Like my mom watches this show mm-hmm. and he, you know, like apologizes to her and, um, then he goes and, oh, and so he like apologizes to her. Meanwhile, and I was like, well, clearly it's like about me. Like it's a, with her fucking sour mouth. She was like, clearly it's about me. Like I did all of that. Like, oh my God, like, what do I do? What do I do? Oh my God. Yeah, and, she goes like full panic mode because she knows that she fucked up. Yeah, which is like, yeah, bitch, shit's going to come up. It's called karma. Have you ever mm-hmm. fucking heard of it? Mm-hmm. Like shit will catch up to you. And, and then they're also trying to be like, who would, like, who has the time to even like talk about other girls? Like you. And they're like, who would even tell Matt about like other women in the house? And it's like, <laughs> listen you fucking psychos (laughs) and then mj was like anna you did the right thing like you did the right thing because mj turns out the worst of them all right and we'll get there yeah and um so then she was like what do i do and they're like well you should just go talk to matt and like confront it and like admit to it and so then she goes and talks to Matt, and she's like, you, God, she's so fake. And she was like, you know, I did say those things about Anna, but, like, I just wanted to clear the air, because, like, I didn't want this, like, I didn't want this rumor haunting her. And people, like, messaged me saying that she was, like, an escort, so I just asked her, because I just, like, wanted to clear the air, but it was, like, so stupid. And he was like, you know, I don't think that you're a bad person. I think that, like, you know, I've said shit before, too, like, about people that, like, wasn't nice. He's mm-hmm. like, but it's, like, giving a message to the women in the house. Like, I'm not creating a safe environment for them. And, like, I'm not okay with that. So, like, and for that reason, I'm out Shark Tank. And so then he sends her home and he, like, walks her out. And I will say, like, in the limo, she, like, oh, I don't think that she's sincere and she is sorry. Um, I think she's sorry she got caught. Mm-hmm. But I will say in the limo that she said, like, I screwed myself over. Like, I fucked myself up over. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was so stupid. And, like, I regret doing that. So, like, she did have some ownership that, like, she played herself. Yes. Which I will give her some credit. Yeah, which compared to others. Whoo! hmm Delusion, honey. And um, so then <laughs> all the women in the house start being fake as fuck and like going up to the because like Brittany was saying like you know the new girls came in and we've just been like hazed basically and it's like yeah old girl OGs versus new girls and so then all the women in the house fake as hell go up to the new girls and they're like I'm so sorry that you felt this way like I should have said something I should have stopped it like I saw it happening like I should have stood up for you and it's like like, too late bitch right and then like a little too late yeah because it's like yeah you saw it happening you didn't do shit and and then they're like you know if you ever feel away tell me and i'm like girl the only person you can trust in this house is katie because she's about (laughs) actions not words yes and so then um he talks to another girl and i don't even know her name oh ryan um i feel like she came out of nowhere i know and played like a pretty important role in this episode but i was like who 
I know. Well, first, like, Victoria, like, apologizes to the women. She's like, you know, Brittany, like, we would have gotten to, like, the more we got to know, to know each other, I feel like we would have gotten close. And it's like, no, you wouldn't, because you're a bitch. Yeah. And then she, like, apologizes to one girl. She was like, I'm sorry, like, I, t- like, took your crown. Like, I hope you know, like, it wasn't malicious. And the girl was like, she apologized to me for, like, a week later for, like, snatching it off my head. Like, yeah. Like, she's just, like, going around apologizing to people. And it's like, mm, you're a bitch. Only has to. Yeah. And it's like, she kept being like, I hope you know, like, everything I do is, like, so playful. It's, like, not malicious. And I was like, no, it's very malicious. Right. <laughs> um, and so then Ryan and Matt talk and because um, she's one of the new women. So he's like, how are things for you in the house? Like, I just want to know. And she, like, starts crying. And she's like, you know, Victoria's been, like, kind of, like, a bully to me. She said I was, like, a hoe because I'm, like, a professional dancer. Um, and she's just been, like, really rude to me. And she's makes it, she, like, did a toast, like, for the OGs. And it's, like, always OGs versus new girls. And so. Um, Which, wait, was that hoe comment on camera? No. Okay. I was going to say, I totally missed it. Like, I get it and I believe it. So I didn't question it. But I don't. if it was on camera, I missed it. Yeah, because I said the same thing. So I was like, when did she say that? But it wasn't. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, she, like, tells um, Matt all this. And so then, Vict- so then she comes out and she was like, you know, Victoria's like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, I'm not going to lie. Like, I just told him, like, you know, you called me a hoe. Mm-hmm. And, like, it is what it is. And she was like, oh, my God. Like, that was taken out of context and, like, walks away. <laughs> and, like, and it's just, like, so rude. So then she, like, tries to defend herself to Matt. And she was like, you know, like, I'm, like, so genuine. Like, I'm such a sweetheart. But, like, I'm playful. And he was like, you know, like, Ryan came in here and she, like, immediately broke down because she's being said that you're being so mean to her. Mm-hmm. And, like, you called her a hoe. And she goes, that was taken out of context. And he goes, how's being a hoe taken? In what context would you call her a hoe? Yeah. And she was, like, couldn't think of anything to, like, that describe was like, herself. <laughs> I know. And so, um, like, he pretty much just, like, walks away from her. And he's like, I have a lot to think about. And, like, mm-hmm. stands up and, like, walks away. And she, like, has a full-on meltdown. Mm-hmm. She's like, all these women are disgusting. Oh, and he tells her that Katie's the one that told him about all the drama. Yeah, I will say that's, like, the one place where he might have fucked up. And yeah. we've, seen, we've seen other bachelors do this before. Yeah. Where they're just like, yeah, she told. And it's like, oh gosh, you can't. You pretty can't rough snitch. To, yeah, it's pretty rough to put a girl in that position with another girl because girls can be so catty. Well, because then, like, she has to go, like, they live together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so then she, like, has a full meltdown. She's, like, on camera being, like, all these women are disgusting. She's, like, outside talking to the producers. Like, they're all stupid. He's not there here for them. Like, I'm his wife. Like, no one's better than me. Like, I hate all these, like, disgusting women. How could he be with anyone else besides me? Um. Yeah. And it's just, like, I couldn't even, like, pay attention to it. Because I'm, like, she's such a producer plant. Um, Yeah. And just, like, a full-on tantrum that I was, like, okay, this isn't, this has got to end soon. Yeah. And so then he cancels the cocktail hour. And he decides to go straight into the rose ceremony. And um, he ends up sending her home. 
And, like, he sends a few other women home. Once again, we're still at 30 fucking women or something like that. So, like, I'm not going to say their names. Although, he did send Mari home. And I was like, Mari! There are still truly so many women that it's, you're right. But at this point, whoever's getting sent home, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Unless it's, like, a villain. Or Mari. I don't know who that is. Mari, she's, like, the beautiful one that looks like Marina Menuez. And she, like, wins every group date challenge. Oh. Well, she got sent home, bitch. Not that you fucking care. Yeah, I don't, apparently. <laughs> and so, like, all the women, like, you know, say their goodbyes. And Victoria, like, stands in the back. And I'm like, is she trying to, like, blend in and stay? <laughs> and then Yeah, she, she's like, lurking the... hard. Yeah, she's, like, the last one to walk out. And she, like, walks up to him, like, cross-armed. And she was like, I feel sorry for you that you would believe all these women's lies. And then, like, he just, like, stares at her. And then she, like, walks out. And it's like, yeah, oh, thank God that's thing. over. He, like, stared her down hard. I was like, oh, God, it's scary. But I liked it. Me too. <laughs> but it was also like, God, she's such a producer plant. Like, this is not even funny or, like, fun. Because it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so then she, like, did that to him. And it was just like, <laughs> okay, girl, just leave. Um. And so, yeah, she's gone, and so is Anna. So, fuck them both. And bye. Yeah. Yay. So, who's going to take the role of the villain now, you ask? Well, <laughs> she's been a villain the whole time. Fucking MJ. Uh-huh. Also, I don't like Kit, and I don't like Serena. Because they're in on it, too. Not as big as villains, but, you know... Yeah, they laughed I just with the jokes and they didn't stand up for the other women. So, yeah, I was actually surprisingly kind of okay with Kit. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't like her for Matt. Like, I don't think, you know, I don't think that she needs to be there. Yeah. Well, she like was laughing and like along with all the, and was like being kind of catty too, like on yeah. the walk in the beginning. I was like, mm, girl, grow up. So she's twelve. <laughs> well, she's also like, yeah, like how is she twenty two? Like, why are you even yeah. here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so then they have their first one on one, and it's Matt and Rachel, who I fucking love. Oh my god, I fucking love Rachel. So, so I assume you haven't seen the stuff about Rachel all over the internet. No, I haven't. Oh, no. Well, no, I'll say it's not, it's not, it's a lot. I'll send you the TikTok. It's just, apparently, like, back in high school, Rachel supposedly bullied a girl for liking black guys. Ugh. But I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what that means? I don't. Um, If it's true, it's a problem. But I'm just saying, how do we know? You know? Um, but anyway, and then so someone did like a deep dive TikTok on her, just like claiming that she has liked, well, not claiming, it's true. She has liked some racially insensitive pictures. Like she oh. liked, she liked a picture of like a friend, like one of her friends wearing a MAGA hat and <sighs> like a two girl or like a group of girls dressed as like, um, I don't know, maybe, like, dressed in, like, like, sombreros for Halloween. It was either that or, like, Native Americans. And they're all, like, recent pictures. It's not like they're from, like, years ago. 
Um, and then, and then apparently her parents are pretty big, like conservatives, like outspoken Trump supporters. And her dad has made like some significant, like trackable donations to a cause that was like a big funder of Trump, like 2020 campaign. I don't know. So like, whatever, I don't care if your parents are Trump humpers. It's just... And I mean, know, Matt's mom is a Trump supporter, so... Right, and I'm just like, not one of these things is a huge deal on its own, but all of them together, it kind of seems a little iffy about her. But I don't know. I'm... I don't know. She has yet to... She has yet to come out and say anything about it. She has yet to address it. And I do think that there could be more to the story here. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well. But it's, but it's out there. It's out there. Oh, God. <laughs> we've, seen, we've seen worse from, from people, but still, it's like, it's the overall vibe of that looks bad. Man, you could not pay me to be on TV. <laughs> right. Because I do feel like, not that I'm like defending Rachel, because that is very disappointing, but I do feel like, God, like people just like nitpick anything people do like online and be like, they're a terrible person. <laughs> no, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like not one of these things. Like, like I said, this girl who said, who claims that she was bullied by Rachel in high school, you know. Whatever. I think there's probably there's definitely two sides of the story there. So and it's fucking high school. I don't know. Like you can't ruin someone's life. But then again, clearly whatever Rachel did to this girl had an effect on her. But still, so that's one thing. And then liking pictures. I don't know. I can't get down with the whole liking pictures thing. And the thing was like things like Garrett where he was like well, liking yeah. memes that were like very horrific. <laughs> Yeah, she was just, like, liking pictures of her friends, and they happened to be, like, somewhat problematic. And then the parents thing, I don't really give a shit. Like, that's your parents. I think your parents seem, like, trash, but that doesn't necessarily reflect on you. But all of it together, it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. It could. It looks Like I said, Matt's mom is a Trump supporter, and Mm -hmm. up until, we have not discussed this because whatever, but Mm -hmm. up until literally fall of this year when someone online, like, posted it publicly, Matt was, like, a registered Republican, and he registered in New York State in, like, 2017, so... Right. And then, like, that came out online, and then he unregistered, but, like, didn't register as in anything else. Right, and that doesn't... And that doesn't make you a bad person, I'm just saying. So they might have the same political views. (laughs) You're right. What I'm saying, it's like, that's one of those things where on its own, it could mean a couple different things. But like, in the greater context, it, yeah, it doesn't look great. And maybe he just, maybe he just doesn't want to be fucking nitpicked over that on, while he's on TV. I don't know. But yeah, I hear what you're saying, that maybe they will get along because they, they might have similar views but I I don't know it's like I don't watch this show for this stuff stop <laughs> I don't want to bring politics into the bachelor but sometimes we can't help it yeah well on the show Rachel seemed like a very genuine sweet gal <laughs> yeah sorry to burst your bubble but she might be as well in real life 
Um, but so she gets this one-on-one date and they go dress shopping and God, I'm like, this is like my dream date. Like she turns on all these shoes and clothes and they have like a chauffeur and like a stylist and she gets to like keep all these outfits and then she gets a pair of Louboutins. Yeah, and literal like, whoa. <laughs> Fuck anyone who's like, I don't need material thing. Like, no, like that's my <laughs> that's my literal dream. Yeah. And like they just seemed like they had so much fun together. And like she was like having a great time when she talked a little about um how she has like really low self-esteem and she just doesn't think that she's like worth it and like deserves things like this. So it was in the context of this episode and show. Um it was, like, nice to see her, like, get treated, and, mm-hmm. God, they just seemed like they had the best time, and mm-hmm. that, which I was, like, is this allowed, like, that TikTok where the people are, like, making out in the coffee shop, and I was, like, is this allowed? <laughs> That's, like, what I felt, like, in this episode, Matt told Rachel that he's falling in love with her. I know, to which I was, like, have they spent more than, like, three hours? This was her first one-on-one to- together. Yeah, so clearly they've had some connection otherwise, but wow I was shocked too but like also is that allowed I didn't think you were allowed to say that until like the final two or three breaking all the rules and there's like 30 women still at home yeah right (laughs) so yeah he said that he's falling in love with her and she said that she feels the same way and I was like what the hell she's from Georgia he's from North Carolina South Carolina North Carolina yeah one of those um so you know they got their little southern things going on i think they're cute i still like him hard for him and um what was her name michelle and abigail oh and abigail but michelle's the other the new girl right who got the first the new one-on-one yeah i'm i think michelle's my top spot right (laughs) same because their connection was crazy Mm -hmm. and then i think it's rachel um after that Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm um, and so then there's a group date, and the girls go to the farm, and um, they like do farm shit. I wasn't really watching at this point. I know. And, I like here because it was all a bunch of MJ stuff. Yeah, MJ's being a bitch because she's like a main villain. She was secretly like the main villain with Victoria and Anna. And yeah, flew under the radar enough so he didn't send her home. Yeah, but we caught her because we've been talking about her for the past three weeks, being a bitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I clocked that bitch the second I saw her. No, not in my house, bitch. <laughs> and also, like, all the women on the farm are just, like, breaking down because they're like, it's hard to see my boyfriend with other women. Like, I feel like everyone on the farm was, like, having a fucking meltdown. Left and right, people go crying about how hard it is to see him with other women. Yeah. I'm like, this did not sound like a fun farm date. Yeah, it's getting to the point where there's too many women, but they all think they have connections. And I'm just like, oh, sweetie, you don't. I will say this, though, about Matt, is I think that he's, because obviously he's, like, never done this. He's, like, new to the Bachelor world. I will say I think he has a hard time setting boundaries Mm -hmm. because he does kind of say all these things to these women to make them believe that their connection is, like, the best one. Where I'm like, you have to let all but one of these women go eventually. Mm -hmm. And you're not really giving them <laughs> that vibe. No, I totally agree. He's not being as, like, tactful. 
helpful as he could be with some of the things that like was managing his relationships. Yeah. Um, like literally telling Rachel he's in love with her when they've had one one on one date and it's been like four weeks and I'm like, what mm-hmm. the hell? <laughs> Um, so yeah, everyone on the farm's upset. <laughs> I don't know. MJ's being a bitch. And um and then Abigail opens up during like their little um cocktail party thing. Oh, she's such a sweetie. I know. She like goes to him and just like tells him, you know, like it's been hard for me because like you gave me that first impression, Rose, and we had like such a great um time like in the beginning, but now like I feel like I'm like fading in the background and I just like never want to disappoint you and I was like Abigail what the hell and then she like talks about how like she does like want to have a family but she wants to be up front and saying like if they do have kids like there's a high chance that they could be deaf and then she said that oh god she said that when um her biological dad found out that she was deaf that he like left their family because he like couldn't deal with it and so she just feels like she never like wants to disappoint anybody or feel like a burden to anybody. Ugh. And I was like, Abigail, you sweet angel. Like I, it literally seems precious. How dare you think that about yourself? Yeah. And he just like really reassures her and like thanks her for like opening up and they just like share a precious moment. Um, and he says like like he does not feel like a burden and like you know he and then he tells like the camera like one on one that like he wants to be with someone who like makes him a better person and he feels like, like Abigail does that. True, I feel like Matt could use someone like that. Yeah, agreed. I'm not saying that he's a bad person. I don't know, but I just do think that he needs someone who could kind of like keep him down to earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was like very sweet. And then, um, Jessenia talks to Matt in, like, her little one-on-one, and mm-hmm. she mentions something about MJ, about how MJ, um, oh, I guess maybe this was, like, earlier when all this shit was with Anna and Victoria were going down, but she told him that, you know, MJ was part of it, and that she was saying that, like, it's, like, varsity versus JV, uh-huh. like, new girls, old girls, and just, like, with the bullying. So then, um, when MJ sits down with him for her, like, little one-on-one during the cocktail hour, he, like, confronts her about that and says, like, you know, I do just want to, like, bring this up to you and say, like, I did hear your name and that you were part of, like, this toxic environment. And, like, what do you have to say for yourself? And she's like, God, she's such a fucking bitch. Also, I'm, like, so sick of her fucking big hair and hoops. Girl, get a different look. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I mean, at first, no, literally at first, I was like, ooh, she seems cool. She has, like, a quirky look. But, like, no, bitch. No. No, it's every, she never changes it up. It's the same fucking giant-ass hoops and the same fucking big hair. We get it. (laughs) Yeah. Boring. Boring like your fucking personality and that's why you have to talk shit about all the other girls because you have nothing interesting about you and you're the least interesting to look at and (laughs) so she just like lies and was like no I would never do that like I she keeps saying like I lead by example and I'm like oh what are you talking about what does that even mean right and she was like, I lead by example, like, I really, like, preach harmony, like, I'm always, like, empowering women and standing up for, like, others, and, like, I, like, that's, like, really upsetting for me, 
And then she, like, comes out of that and, like, fucking rages on all the women. Like, who the fuck? I'm paraphrasing and adding dramatic flair. But honestly, it's not that far off. Yeah. She, she came out with her fucking hoops. And she was like, who the fuck? Like, talked about my character. <laughs> and fuck all you women. And they're like, girl, I mean... And like Jasenia like was like, yeah, I told him. <laughs> like you invented the varsity versus JV thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she like just deflects. She's like, it's pathetic that you have all this time to talk about me. Worry about yourself. I lead by example. I preach harmony. How fucking dare you talk about me and disrespect like disrespect my character? Worry about your own fucking relationship. And Yesenia's like, okay. <laughs> like like what is your deal like you you did all this and she was like she kept being like so are you going since you lead because she kept being like i fucking lead by example and yesenia is like well if you lead by example like are you gonna go tell him that like you did like admit to what you were doing and she was like yesenia mind your own fucking business and katie steps in god love her and she's like Yesenia's asking a question like are you gonna go talk to Matt in a minute and she's like I don't need you guys getting in my business and disrespecting my character that's pathetic how fucking dare you guys she's not saying fucking but she might as well be with her attitude and her hoops and her hair level it is and (laughs) so yeah (laughs) and she just like and then she's like tells the camera like they want to see me fight they're gonna see me fucking fight so grab your fucking popcorn like okay girl <laughs> yeah, she's coming on really hot and it's like when well, she's like one of those girls that thinks that they're like fucking tough you know what i mean yeah, it's like we don't need this anymore she's always a girl who's like two men will get like in a fight in a bar and then she's like always the girl that has to like stop stop oh my god <laughs> like get involved you know what i mean you yeah know the girl. everyone knows the girl <laughs> and she's like outside between them like fucking stop fucking stop and like or she'll be like she'll always like be the one to be like I'll fucking fight you do you want to fucking fight and then you're like sure I mean this has not happened to me because I'm not a fighter but then you're like sure and then she like doesn't like she's just like that bitch like she's yeah. just like it's like a bulldog where she like comes off like so tough and like always has to be in the drama it's like you guys want to see me like and fight I'll fucking fight like hold my fucking hips but then she's like I'll talk she's like doesn't it's just like trashy and it's like you're once again you're here to find a fucking husband like you should not try to be fighting these women especially when you did do exactly what they're saying i know it's like what are you defending like what's your what's your argument here like why can't you just own up to it and apologize (laughs) or just own up to it and not apologize if that's how you feel that's how you fucking feel i mean you shouldn't feel that way because it's shitty but like it doesn't if she apologized it wouldn't be sincere that's just how she feels and so it's like yeah girl just own up to it like don't that's the thing it's like yeah you were being a bitch and a bully from the jump I mean she fucking jumped down Sarah's throat because Sarah like wouldn't come downstairs but then the second Sarah comes Mm -hmm. downstairs for a situation she wasn't even involved in because she wasn't on the group date because she's not fucking interesting enough to be invited to any date besides the fucking farm and <laughs> then Sarah comes downstairs and then she drowns on Sarah for something that like had no effect on her. It's like, MJ, you've been a bully from the jump. So like you did all this shit and now someone fucking calls you out on it and you're like, fuck you guys, how dare you? And it's like, girl, that's why I'm giving credit to Anna 
because Anna can at least say, like, I fucked myself over. Yep. She did own it to an extent. Own it, baby. So. (laughs) But NJ's fucking swimming in the river of denial. Like, how dare these women (laughs) say what I did (laughs) out loud? (laughs) How dare them repeat my exact actions? There's like that meme that's like, well, 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 if it's not the consequences of my own actions, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, girl, like you did it. Like you have done it. And it's not like she said one thing, like where I'm like, where I'm like side eyeing Kit and like Serena, because I'm like, you kind of were in on it too, like not as deep, but like, I don't trust uh-huh. you. Like, no, she was the ring leader. I feel like she was leading Anna on. <laughs> yeah, it was like the core three Anna, MJ, and Victoria. So I don't know why she has it's been like able surprised. To yeah, until now, but whatever. And she's like, I Regardless. preach harmony, and it's like, what? When and where? Show me the timestamps. Like, all these girls aren't gonna all, like all them, meaning like her, um, Serena and like Kit. Like they aren't gonna be around for that long, you know. Like Matt's not gonna end up with them, and I think he no. knows that. But it's just like. They're just there because he can only send so many people home per week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you don't have a connection with Matt. Because you're not interesting. The only thing that you've done here is talk shit and, like, run your mouth. And, like, yeah, it's like take out your hoops. Some of that energy to him, he, you would have more of a connection. You wouldn't have to worry as much. Yeah. So, you played yourself. Um... So anyways, we'll pick that up in a second. But then there's the next one-on-one date, and it's between Matt and Kit. Oh, yeah. 22. So why is she on the show? (laughs) What? Speaking of having no connection, I was shocked that he gave her a one-on-one. Or that the producers gave her a (laughs) one-on-one. Dude, agreed. I was like, interesting choice for a one-on-one, but okay. Yeah. Um... Once again, she's 22, so <laughs> why is she on TV trying to find a husband? Lord only knows. I think the producers really just wanted to hear her little um, uh, rich life. That? Yeah, what's that? What's the uh, thing you say when you're on stage and you like give it a speech? What's that word? Mono? Monologue? Monologue! Thank you. God. Oh my God. I need to like read a book. Um, yeah, I think they really just wanted to hear her monologue about gold Bentleys and red carpets. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because, yeah, so once again, who's trying to find a husband at 22 ever? But, like, who's so desperate to go on a television show with, like, 67 other women and quarantine in a fucking hotel to find a husband? And then she, so anyways, let me get to this. So then, yeah, she gets the next one-on-one and, um he like invites her over to his like little apartment thing to like cook because I guess like the thing that her and her mom do together like bonds them is like cooking can't her mom, relate her mom's a yeah, rally yeah her mom's a famous fashion designer um <laughs> we'll get there and so she like is like that's so sweet that he thought about me because like I told him how much I love cooking so she goes over to his like apartment and um they, like, bake cookies, I guess, or something like that. Like, they didn't even cook. I was like, this is baking. It's completely different. I saw a meme, and it was totally accurate. But it's, like, it was very, like, daddy-daughter vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it 
was. And he's not even like that old. I think he's like 29. Yeah, he's but, really not much older than her. It just looked weird. And like, well, because she's like, like very little and looks young. Yeah, and baking cookies is just such like a come on, kids, let's bake cookies <laughs> type of activity. Like if they were making like an Italian meal with wine, it would be like totally different. But it yeah, just, it felt very kid like. Here's my thing as well. Not that I'm like age shaming anybody, but like literally if a 22, because me, we're like the same age, Matt and us Uh 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 um and like if a 22 year old even tried to talk to me i'd be like (laughs) where's your parents like (laughs) no so true and if a 20 year old came up to me and was just like yeah i'm just like so ready for marriage i'd be like please go do better things (laughs) where's your frat house do yeah (laughs) like you should be like throwing up in gutters at this age yeah um so I'm just like girl <laughs> whatever well there was that 20 year old who was on the show remember she was the NBA dancer and she turned 21 on the show uh yeah and then there was baby Becca who had a baby <laughs> I mean well and the other fun. girl had a baby before going on the show You're oh yeah anybody you can have a baby whenever you want but right but it's just funny that her name was baby Becca and then she had a baby <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like, why are you 20 going on a show trying to find a husband? Like, well, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> but honestly, if you're, if you're going on the show to get your followers and get your, like, life experience, I'm not totally against that. And I think that that's why Kit's there. But I'm like, but, Kit, you don't need followers. <laughs> well, but then in that case, I'm just like, why did you, why do you get a one-on-one? Like that could be yeah. some, that could someone else's time, but whatever. It's not her decision or his. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she like, had the one on one. They like bake cookies. He's like into her. I don't like get it. Not that because I don't like her, but just because like, well, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of her, but like because I'm just like there's like no connection here. But he like gave her the group date rose, and she like opened up to him that you know her life is always gold bag specifically gold bentleys and red carpets (laughs) i was like i've never seen a gold bentley nor have i even thought about a gold bentley ever in my life like it was just such a specific like gold bentley (laughs) which i i mean i don't get it personally because i can't relate but i understand what she was trying to say it came off as so fucking like privileged it's like you could have said it in any other way you just didn't have to throw out the fucking like gold bentley <laughs> well, why couldn't she just said bentley's <laughs> why did she have to be like a gold specifically a gold bentley that, that like i grew up in the spotlight like you know yeah. like because i can't imagine that would be easy it's like the type of situation where like you're you don't you don't choose that life like for yourself she is now but <laughs> but at the same time as well and like what literally do I know like she didn't really grow up that much in the spotlight like yeah her mom is like a famous designer but it's not like she's like hounded by paparazzi her entire life or like anybody would know who she is if she didn't say who her mom was like for sure and then and then she did it's like we're also talking about her being on this show to like get spotlight like to get the tv time and the followers and stuff so it's all kind of contradictory I'm not trying to discount any experiences she's had in her childhood I'm sure those are very real and valid but the way it comes off is just like um girl get a grip (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, and once again, like no one recognizes you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't. Okay. Like if if she was like a like a because like yeah, Cynthia is like a huge designer, but like if she was like God, I'm trying to think of like a Angelina Jolie. Even mm-hmm. then, I, I don't know if I'd recognize him. But you know, like like Madonna's daughter. Like, it's not like she like Stylo Jolie Pitt walking down the street. <laughs> But it's, like, not like that where it's, like, your whole life you're just, like, hounded by celebrities, hounded by paparazzi. Your family's always being written about, like, in, like, tabloids. It's, like, yeah, yeah. you know, Cynthia Raleigh's not a salacious famous person. She designs flowy outfits and bags. So yeah. it's, like, yeah, you, I don't know. That's why I was just, like, okay, girl, it's not like you're being, like, chased by paparazzi or, like, people are like making up lies about your family <laughs> like, it was really nothing like that you just grew up rich and going to like nice parties yeah 100 percent um so she said that she always felt like she needed to be like perfect and like she you know put on like an appearance and then she felt like she had to like not have emotions because of that so she said that you know she's never been in love and she never thought love was an option for her which once again i was like well you're also 22 so <laughs> okay like you really haven't gotten to that point (laughs) yeah not I feel like I'm like really ragging on her but I'm just like girl if you only like could just realize (laughs) I know that's why I'm like I don't dislike her by any whatever because yeah she was a little bit catty but like I I don't know I just think all this comes with age like you just need more experience and maturity yeah so yeah um so yeah that's her and he gave her a group date rose which i was like interesting right um, he does seem <laughs> oddly into her yeah he does seem oddly into her which makes me be like are you into just like because she looks very very young in the face where i'm just like are you into like little girls you know what I, not like pedophile but you know how guys are like into like tiny little like i'm no. four foot five yeah it's like guys that find ariana grande sexy yeah, or it's just like, okay, <laughs> like, are you, like, into, like, the little petite women that are like, I'm so tiny, like, I can't believe how tiny I am, Which mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, like, I don't even weigh over 100 pounds, I'm not weight shaming anybody, but you know the type, Yeah, and it's just like, are you into that? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, so tired. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll see where this goes with Kit. And then he's a pretty wide range of like taste, though. Well, that's what I'm saying too, where he's not like having boundaries, where it's like you've got to have like a game plan, you've got to start having a game plan here, yeah, or it's gonna be a long road ahead of you. Um, and so then the episode ends where it's like we're gonna have a cocktail hour, but before the cocktail hour, I want to meet with Yesenia and MJ and like know the truth. And so, yeah, Yesenia, he called. Oh, I liked it. I know. So did I. Is her name Yesenia or Jessenia? I think it's Jessenia. Sorry. Um, I heard both, but. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like I heard people refer to her as both, but I think it's Jessenia. Okay. So then they go and get ready, and then they go to like the um, cocktail ceremony early so that he can talk to both of them. And like while they're waiting, they like get in this huge fight because Victoria is like, or not Victoria, God, MJ is no. like, um, like, how dare you talk to me about him? And she's like, Jessenia's like, 
but like all like nothing I said was like a lie. And then Jasenia like breaks the fourth wall, which everyone on Twitter was like freaking out about because she like was like, I mean, it's gonna come out like this is all on camera, like this is all on television. And MJ like deflects and is like, You're pathetic. And then Jasenia like looks in the camera like the office and she just like laughs. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, like literally the camera's here, like this will be on TV. <laughs> like everything you said is like on TV. Um and so they just like keep screaming at each other and like Matt comes in and then the episode ends. So we'll see what happens next week. I hope he does not send just sending it home. I'm pretty sure that both of them will go home or MJ will go home. Yeah, I hope like he doesn't keep MJ is like I guess what I'm trying to say. Right, right. I agree. And I don't think he will. I feel like he's made it pretty clear that he's not trying to put up with bullshit. So hopefully she doesn't fool him. And I think that he owes a personal apology to a girl whose name I can't remember. So I'm going to make one up and it might be right. I think he owes a personal apology to Maribel or whatever her name was. (laughs) No, I was going to say that like Marilyn. That was a wait. Marilyn. But I think you're so right. That was such a weird thing like that was such a weird dramatic thing and like no one got to hear her side of it and I feel bad that she was sent home like that but that's another one of those things where it's just like she probably wasn't gonna end up with Matt anyway and he probably just didn't want to deal with it yeah but I think that he should extend a personal apology to her um so yeah I guess we'll see what happens next week I hope MJ goes home she's turned off her comments on Instagram disappointing Mm. and well, and then next week too, um, Tyler Cameron is on the show, <laughs> which I don't care about him at all. But everyone seems to love him, so I do. I guess we'll just pick it up from there. Anything to add, Megan? I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna say it's been a pleasure chatting with you this evening. Per usual, we always talk more than I thought we would, and my stomach is eating itself. All right. Well, then we'll see y'all next week. Bye, Meg. Bye.